Hey everybody, this is Ash from the Rated NA Podcast with an exclusive interview conducted at this year's San Diego Comic-Con 2017. If you like the show, please subscribe and don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. We've got a ton of additional content coming out of San Diego Comic-Con and new shows each week in our feed and on the web. Enjoy the interview. Check, 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 check. No problem. We get it. We get to have a... There we go. Yeah. We have a... We have a someone watching it's we're great. rolling right now okay great you're on the podcast yay <laughs> <laughs> that's pure excitement Rhea grant welcome back thanks it for is me. san diego comic-con 2017 it's uh saturday you just got done with the signing for beyond the gates how are you doing i'm doing pretty good how are you i'm tired even though i haven't been here nearly as long as you I'm tired too, but it's um, it's a fun kind of tired. Like I, you know, I've been coming to these a long time, and it's still exciting. So it's like you know, it's a good like exhaustion in the best way possible. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah, for sure. Like where you know you're gonna sleep again. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. You're just you're here. You're having a good time. And you're making the most of it. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you? What, let's see. The last time you were on the show was a couple years ago now. And Matt makes my the guy on the show Matt with me makes fun of me all the time because I had you on when I was still teaching. Oh, yeah. And um, I remember that day that I had you on the show, I had been up at like 4 o'clock in the morning grading papers, went to work all day, came back, did the interview, and I was so tired during the interview. I generally am like, I'm like okay at doing interviews, and I was like a total toolbox, like didn't know I was stumbling and like forgetting everything, and I just, I remember I like cut the interview off really quickly, and Matt was like, what are you doing, dude? I would never remember that, so you shouldn't worry about it. Not in a million years. It was like the one that I was just like, man, I was just absolutely exhausted teacher. Well, it's time to make up for it right now. Let's do it. The best interview humanly possible. (laughs) So this is exciting. How many times at this point have you been to come? Con, a lot. You know, the first time I went, actually, because I moved to California about 10 years ago, and then the first time I went, I was shooting Heroes, and they called, uh, Jeff Loeb was like, hey, do you want to go to Comic-Con, and I have a badge, you can have it, and oh. I had not been on the show yet, and oh, okay. so I was walking around, and I remember someone recognized me for the first time ever in my entire career, and because they had, like, premiered something, Yeah, so yeah. that would have been, like, seven years ago or something, I don't know, and um, it was just, it was... Uh, horrifyingly weird to me at the time but yeah now it's getting now comic-con feels like old hat you it's know weird right coming yeah. back and it yeah. feels like um, i think the first time the first time i officially met you was at comic-con and you were doing a signing uh for one of your comics and that was cool and then um many years later i was uh, an extra in homecoming which was crazy right that's right the movie has never seen the light of day but you're in it i know right <laughs> i had i had students that found me on imdb wow and they were like you were a teacher in a movie and i was like i think so i've never seen you I know saw what it. the movie actually is supposed to come out i heard from them and it's supposed to come out it's neither here nor there but i yeah. saw it at a screening i think a couple years later mm-hmm. in orlando and mm-hmm. it was really good i yeah. really enjoyed it i thought it was awesome it's a good movie i don't know why it didn't come out yeah i know so I have no control you're doing a new podcast I am. Uh, called Reading Glasses. Reading Glasses. With Mallory O'Meara. Yeah. And um, you guys are, you've been around for a couple months now. I we've done, s- we're pretty new. We've only done eight episodes. Right. Uh, but we, that is a couple months, I guess yeah, you're right. I think it we're is. We're about to release number <laughs> nine. Um, but yeah, we, we um, yeah, it's a podcast about literary life. It's, uh, we wanted to do a book podcast, but we feel like book, po- book podcasts, book podcasts can uh, be problematic if you haven't read the book. Right. So we want to do something that's just about basically being a book nerd, and that's the idea. So it's stuff like everything from 
like we literally did like etiquette at signings, like things along like with your favorite author, um, or like what to read if you don't want to read anymore, or how to approach. You know, we we answer all sorts of weird readerly questions. It is basically like the nerdiest of the nerds. That's stuff. really super yeah. awesome. Though. It's uh, I people love the are premise. like that is so specific, and I'm. Are you going to have enough shows? And we're like, we have shows planned out for the next year. So no, we're doing awesome. fine. That's <laughs> awesome. So obviously you have a lot planned out. You guys are doing author interviews as well, right? We are. So we are, but we're trying to do them less about, like, don't we don't want to know what people's books are about. We want to know what the weirdest question they've gotten on their book tour is or what book they like to give people as a gift or how reading has influenced their life, like stuff like that. So it's not right. so much like if you haven't read the book, you aren't going to feel left out with listening to the author interview. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So. If um, you were to perhaps, oh, I, you know, one thing I wanted to bring up, I saw you tweet this the other day, so I'll jump back to the question I was just thinking of. But you're you're coming up with a way for the hearing impaired to to uh, enjoy your podcast. We are, you know, it's something immediately, almost right after we launched, someone reached out and said, uh, "I would really, are you gonna like make this, put this out in like a readable format? Makes sense. It's a reading podcast. Are you gonna do something for people who are hearing impaired?" And we looked into a lot. I mean, this has taken a lot of time. I don't know if you do this. The transcript system. Oh, it's impossible. It's either yeah. really expensive mm -hmm. or it's um, or, or it it doesn't work. Like right. I mean, I tried. I I actually paid for a transcription and it just was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I mean, we tried that for a while. We were trying to transcribe <laughs> interviews and it was like. It was like pulling teeth. And then I was doing it manually for a while. I'm like, this uh -oh. is torture. It's like Yeah, it's really hard. So we, we ended up, what we, we're doing is releasing an outline. We have an outline for every show anyway. And then we just go back and make it. You guys are so organized. Detail. You're making me look bad. You know what? It's actually Mallory. I can't. Oh, really? ex I can't. can't she, makes an, she makes a detailed outline for every every uh, episode. Oh, that's she's, awesome. She's on top of things. How did you guys become pals? Um, we met. She is a producer of horror movies. And we met through kind of the horror crowd. She's actually doing... She's a puppet movie that she's producing right now, but she's a uh, filmmaker. I think you mentioned, uh, or she mentioned, that she's working on the a, a docu documentary on the first. She's actually it? writing a book about a book uh, about, it. about right. the first female special effects artist. That's really really cool. Yeah, it's That's cool. Really, really cool. Very cool. So um, we have some Comic Con specific questions. Great. And they're ridiculous and stupid. Okay, I'm ready. And I'm sorry. No, I don't. Don't apologize. Are you prepared? Yeah. You hold ready. my mic for me. Oh yeah. Double mic in it. <laughs> These are silly. No, these are good. I'm sure it's going to be great. I don't know about that. It's going to be better than any questions. Listen, as long as you don't ask me what power that I would like to have, then I'm... No, these are these are power questions, but they're terrible. Okay. They're worse. Okay. I'm not going to ask you what power you'd like to have. Um, <laughs> okay. Would you accept having powers like Wolverine? So would you have Wolverine-like healing powers? Okay. But every time that you healed, you grew a finger in a random place on your body. Matt yeah, thought I of this. It. I take it. You would take that? Yeah. I would take it too. Yeah. It'd be disgusting. I would, I would only use it for like extreme situations. Right. Like I mean, if I fall and I'm broken, then I want to be able to fix and then I just have an extra finger. No big deal. Right. Oh, we have to keep moving. Uh, we have to keep moving. That's fine. We can keep moving. We'll just keep it rolling. We'll keep it rolling. This is what happens at Comic-Con. Just. We're going to keep it rolling. <laughs> it's okay. You can be on the show. Just no, say hi. I do not want to be on the show. You're, you're, you're on it. You're now on it. All right, we're going to keep moving. We're going to keep moving. Walk and talk. I don't know where we're supposed to go. I don't know. Comic-Con is just a... Oh, she's letting us... We're going to go by the wallpaper. Oh, okay. We're leaving all this in the show. She's letting us know. This is the first walk and talk mobile interview I've How ever do you done. Feel about I feel... It? Um, I feel like this is a step forward. Oh. 
Maybe like, you want to do all of your interviews I like think this I one. should always walk and talk. This is amazing. It's perfect to uh, be told not to. Do the interview and then just keep going? Yeah, just keep, keep walking forever. Let's see if we can find a spot somewhere for the Well, there's a lot of people over here, but it feels equally as complicated. How about by this pillar it's over great, here? Perfect. Let's do it. I'm into it. We're not going to edit this, by the way. Please don't. Let people know what this is like being here. I know. There are just en endless rules. I think by this blue curtain, I think oh, I that's see. our best bet. Okay, great. Scott, don't edit any of this. We want the world to know the truth. <laughs> All right. So the next one is, okay. um, this is this is horrible and juvenile, and I sort of apologize. Um, you can teleport anywhere in the world. When you teleport, you defecate. Okay. The further that you go, the more that you defecate. So would you accept this power of teleportation? Yes. Why are these like, these are not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring well, a toilet with you? It's true, yeah. Like, I mean, you don't have to, like, defecate in my pants. Yeah, it's true. I mean, my, my answer was, well, yeah, you just teleport with no pants on, and then you bring your clothes in a baggie, just right? Sit on, I'd, like, bring a toilet. I would sit on the toilet and then just... It would be like your own personal teleportation yeah. look, commode. I have a teleportation device. I mean, then I assume I can afford a toilet. That's a great answer. That's a toilet. great answer. Okay, so would you accept the power of being able to read minds if every time you read someone's mind, they blurted out one of your deepest, darkest secrets? I would not want that power regardless. I don't think so either. I'm not into it. Too, too scary. I don't want to know what people are thinking. Matt on our show came up with these, and um, nah. I kind of I love-hate them, but let's nah. keep going. No, I like them. I like them. All it's right. Good. Uh, would you accept the power to be able to shape-shift into any m creature that you want? animal that you want okay. if when you shapeshifted back to your human form you retained one of the attributes of that animal and they stacked so if you were a bird you might have a couple feathers and then you could transform into an armadillo and you could be an armadillo-esque human with feathers as well again yes i would want it but just for extreme situations yes like i wouldn't be transforming into a bird all the time and like be covered in feathers on accident true you know so emergency powers makes yeah sense. emergency powers i just wanted in my like Not every day. i want it to be a possibility right if i need to fly somewhere i need to hide and be a lizard or something fine excellent answer i don't know where i need why i would need any of this but maybe i would we don't know what kind of world we're living in you know exactly we thought of these questions in about four and a half minutes you guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next one is would you accept the power to be able to communicate with animals if every time you did it, you forgot one word of English permanently. Every time I did it? Yeah, so you can communicate with animals, but every time one yeah, word. Yeah, you know what I'd do it. You'd do it? Be worth it. Be I worth it. I words constantly anyway. Yeah, it's fine. So, it'd be worth it. To me, I'm, I love animals so much. Me it, too. That'd be fun. It'd be so cool. I know my, my dogs would be so PO'd at me. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that. Like, when we're done with these silly questions, I want to talk to you about your help with rescues and stuff because oh, cool, I, I yeah. saw that. I think that's awesome. Um, all right. So this one's sort of an improv scenario. Great. You return to your hotel after being at Comic-Con all day. You walk in the door and your suitcase is moving all over the room. It's like jumping up and down. Okay. Like there might be something in it. What do you do? Well, I'm staying in a condo. Okay. First of all, so let's keep let's get this scenario. <laughs> it's got to be accurate. Straight. But knowing me, I'd probably just open it up. You'd open it up. Yeah. Okay. We live in this world. If we were in like a comic book, I would say don't open it up. But since we're in this right. universe, 
Right. I'd probably open it up. All right. It's bra brave, very brave. Yeah. Okay, we're getting near the end. You're almost in the clear here. Okay. Um, would you rather be bitten? You get powers, by the way, when you're bitten. Would you rather be bitten by a radioactive beaver or okay. a radioactive sloth? What? What would it? Because I go with beaver because maybe I'd end up being really good with at building after that. Like, I could build right. stuff real fast. Yeah. You know? So just, like, enhanced architecture skills. That's what I'd hope. The sloth, just, like, well, I, would, I would just be slow. Super slow. That doesn't seem good. It's not fitting for you No, either. not at all. I'm very... <laughs> Some might say I talk fast. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's a good answer. Uh, who would you? Okay, so any any superhero in the world, who would you want to be a sidekick for? If the superheroes were real, not if they're fake. If you could, I just I really did enjoy the new Wonder Woman movie. I'm I, gonna say Wonder answer. Woman. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would too. That'd be fun. She's kind of a badass. Yeah, I agree. Um, last question. Okay. Someone approaches you, and they say. I'm going to, you have the opportunity to be frozen until the year 3000. Okay. Do you accept this opportunity? 100% you'll be resurrected in the year 3000. Do you do it? Nah, kind of like my life. Yeah, everyone said no. Yeah. No one said yes. 3000 is a little far, too. That's like, far. I kind of think that maybe there wouldn't be a world. That's, yeah. It's, if you had said to, you know, like 2,500 or something, I'd be like, maybe. Maybe. 3,000 is pretty far. And if I was like single, maybe. Yeah. But I feel like it would be kind of a, like a dick move, you know? Right. Like so. if I didn't have a wife and kid, I could yeah, see freezing myself. Totally. But now it's like a ditch my family. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah, for sure. Only terrible people would say yes. Um, so let's talk just for a minute, because I know you got to get out of here, about um, your work with the, the animal shelter and rescues, because I've been seeing oh, yeah. you tweet about that a lot. And I know um, you spend a lot of your free time there, which is super admirable because we're I all do. animal fans. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do spend a lot of my free time there. I don't, I mean, it's not, I'm literally just like a, rec I'm not like a celeb volunteer where I like give a lot no, of money I to this shelter. I still shelter. think it's really super it's cool. It's literally though. me, like I went to a seminar, learned about it. Yeah. And I volunteer with a lot of teenagers and yeah. ladies in their 60s. Yeah. Um, it's good. I it's a, I volunteer the Pasadena Humane Society. Uh, I actually really like talking about it. I'm not an official spokesperson from them. I should yeah, yeah. probably say that yeah. um, but it's a really great shelter in Southern California um, we have one of the highest turnover rates in that uh, adopting rates not turnover like we're murdering them yeah. uh, in, in <laughs> that uh, <laughs> we murder the most and animals and we murder dogs and that's it <laughs> um, and I find it I, I had a dog for 12 years and I lost her about a year almost two years ago oh such a bummer yeah and she was my like closest companion by far and I have not recovered from it and I yeah. definitely I'm not ready to adopt another dog. People are like, you're going to get another one? I'm like, no, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't. And so I started volunteering um, the Humane Society sort of to get my dog fixed. Mm -hmm. But now I kind of just like it. I mean, I was like, no, I go because they need help with all the dogs. But really I'm going because I like to hang out with dogs. Right, and it's, and it's fun, yeah. Like I, had a bad, I was having a really bad day not that long ago, and I was like, I'm just going to go play with dogs. And I went, and it's great. Yeah. Like it, I particularly volunteer with dogs that are a little bit um, – more hyper and hard to deal with right. and I help teach them tricks and get their minds occupied and get their energy out so that way when someone brings them out of the cage and they think about adopting them they aren't, don't like just lose their minds my dogs are like cage. that my dogs are super super hyper yeah and you know I mean there's nothing wrong with a hyper dog but yeah. I a lot of the dogs there it's a lot of pits it's a lot of German Shepherds a lot of big dogs yeah. so when they're hyper and they're big, that's there a problem. There seems to be a lot of German Shepherds in California. Just like you even know walking around San Diego, I just see them everywhere. And they all seem to like have hip problems. It's really sad. They all do have hip yeah. problems. Um, I mean, it's crazy. At the shelter, I always say, like, 
it's pit bulls. It's usually older pit bulls too. Uh, yeah. German shepherds and huskies randomly. Okay. Which I think is because they're a hyperactive breed and people right. get them. They don't realize, and then they can't take care of them. Right. Um, and the pit bulls, same issue. Same they're gonna, thing. They're gonna tear up your house or something if you don't train them. And yeah. But they're good. They're all good dogs. And we, you know, we put them into programs. We don't let them like we we rehabilitate a lot of dogs. It's really nice. A nice thing. People are always like, volunteer. It'll make you feel better. And I've always been a person who's like, ah. And once I started doing it, it did make me feel a lot better all yeah, of the yeah. time. Even though I have, like, almost no human interaction there. It's, like, literally just me and well, dogs. I mean, sometimes you don't need human interaction. Sometimes it's better. Literally, you know? yeah. I just want to snuggle with a dog named Jolene and try right. to teach her how to sit on command. Like, that's what I want to do. I mean, honestly, during, like, some of the, the saddest, like, events in my life, like, this is getting super deep, but like when my grandpa died, I was 12 and he was like a super cool guy, died in sort of a weird, tragic way. I, all I remember is spending time with my dog. Like that's like sometimes they are better yeah, because they don't talk and they just, they know you're sad and they, they want to be there for you. Exactly. So they're, you know, they're, they're amazing. It's cool that you do that. Yeah, it's cool. And I also think that like, you know, for them, like they're all in this weird situation and maybe they had a home or they don't have a home. And right. Like, I just feel for them. It's so funny. Everybody is always like, but aren't you scared you're going to adopt them all? And I'm like, I really don't want to. Like, yeah. it's a weird thing. I thought I'd want to. There's been a few I've fallen in love with and I'm like, all right, if she's here again in a week, like, yeah, yeah. you know, the ones that have a little trouble getting adopted, I yeah. do fall for those a little bit more, but they always end up getting adopted. That's good. Yeah. That's a good I mean, thing. And not, they always, not like a hundred percent of the time. I'm not like, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They, I mean, Look, I mean, I volunteer at a place that is a kill shelter. If yeah. a dog bites someone or is so sick they can't get it rehabilitated, it is a shelter that puts animals down. But they also accept 100% of dogs. Oh, wow. Which is great because a lot of no-kill shelters don't. Now, there's anything wrong with the no-kill shelter. I think that's great. Just yeah. like for what I wanted to do, I wanted to work with dogs that were going to be hard to adopt out. Yeah. And that's what and I And I'm do. sure you're helping them get adopted by I, socializing them. Socializing. I do a lot of like when people are in there, I'm like, you want a dog recommendation? Like I do a lot of like oh, whatever. That's really cool. You know, yeah. The, I mean, obviously like a major kill shelter is not a great place to volunteer, I wouldn't oh, yeah. think. But the, our turnover, like our adoption rate is like 99.98% or something like that's, that. That's awesome. It's that's really, really cool. And what you were talking about earlier about like not, you're not recovered from like the loss of your dog yet. My childhood dog I got when I was like seven and he died when I was like 18 when I went to college. Yeah. Still not recovered. No. I still think about him. I've, I've had lots of dogs since, but I still like, I, you know, still think about him all the time. So I, I don't yeah. think it's ever something, especially if you were like really tight with your dog. Yeah. I don't think you ever really fully yeah. recovered. And my dog, like I got her in grad school and then I started pursuing acting and I moved her to California with me and I literally moved to Los Angeles without knowing anybody. Right. I had no friends. Zero. I literally knew not one person in Los Angeles. Insane. And so, like, I didn't have anybody about that dog. And then she's just moved around with me and traveled with me quite a bit. Even though she's a 65-pound dog, I would take her everywhere. What kind of dog was she? She's a chow retriever. Oh, okay. So I like a big, I like a big slobbery, like, yeah, my, you know, Yeah, my dog. childhood dog was, like, he was part shepherd, part nice. mutt something. But Shepherds he was super are good. Cool. They're so loyal. He was a great dog. The chows, dog. too, are so loyal. He was a great so dog. Nice well, anyway. thanks so much. Where, oh, do you have anything coming up that you want to plug, like, other than reading glasses? I mean, reading glasses is... Is um cool. Beyond the Gates is a movie I'm in that is just signing for. It's on Netflix right, right now. It's really good. Thanks, it's man. really really good. Appreciate it. And where can people find you on social media? Uh, just Bria Grant all over the social medias. Well, thank you so much. I think this was your fifth time on. Sweet. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Yeah. For so many years, you're cool. awesome. All right. See you next time. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to our San Diego Comic Con 2017 coverage. As always, you can follow us on Twitter 
at nerdappropriate, Facebook slash nerdappropriate, or email us directly, Matt, Scott, or Ash at nerdappropriate.com. We're going to be at PAX West in September, and we'll be on a number of panels at the show, so keep listening. Uh, For more information and more details leading up to the event, we hope to see you there. 